People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. This podcast, Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, is really all about this black cloud that has followed me my entire life. The issues that I always have and possibly those that you can relate to. Now, if it's something that you need serious professional help, I'm going to send you to my buddy, Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling. If you're anywhere in the state of Georgia, he's got three different locations, right? In East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, which is right outside of Blue Ridge in North Georgia. But he does the virtual sessions, so you can get a hold of Dr. David Markwell at any point in time. I don't care where you're at. Reach out to him at markwelltherapy.com. I've known David for a very long time. He's a great guy. He's not your stereotypical, you-know-what, shrink type of guy. This dude really cares, and he knows his stuff, and he can help you out. He can do wonders, right? So uh, there are 10 therapists who work at Ridgeline Counseling. They can assist with a wide variety of behavioral uh, health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, uh, trauma, substance abuse, just you name it, you got an issue. You know, look, you got to talk to somebody, right? You can talk to me if you want, but why don't you go to a pro like Dr. David Markwell, PhD in Ridgeline Counseling? You know, this day and age, it's not keeping it a secret anymore. You need to tell somebody so you can get the help that you need. Like I said, they offer personal and virtual sessions. Dr. David Markwell is here in Georgia, but he's got the virtual sessions, so he can help you out anywhere. MarkwellTherapy.com and Dr. David Markwell, we thank you for sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. You want to keep those looky-loos out of your face when you're driving down the road or even in your house or just want to block the sun. If you're in the Atlanta area, Top Hat Window Tinting, uh, they're remarkable. I got to tell you, I not only used them for my daughter's new car, she turned 16, right, but also for my man room uh, because during football season, that uh, 4 o'clock game, man, that sun sets right in the perfect position to drive me absolutely nuts. So I needed a nice dark tint, and they did a fantastic job. Uh, I mean, real pros, these guys, at Top Hat Window Tinting. So two front doors starting at 125 if you're doing it for your car. Full vehicle starting at 275 You're going to add style and privacy while reducing heat, as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Mobile services available. That's what they did. They just rolled right up to my house and did it. Residential and commercial uh, free in-home consultations. That's where it all started with Top Hat Window Tinting. Actually, I found them on the Instagram, right? Uh, again, if you're in the Atlanta area, tophattint.com, 678-761-2360. When you call them, you say that you heard it on Bailey's Black Cloud podcast and you want to get your stuff tinted, and they'll take good care of you. Again, tophattint.com, and we appreciate them sponsoring Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. Swear to God, if I get another one of these fucking telemarketer callers, I want to hunt them down and I just want to mushroom tattoo their forehead. <laughs> Guy or girl, doesn't matter. Just want to lay my schlong right in the middle of their eyes and just waterboard them with it. Something tells me they might have some on their forehead already. You're going to call again? You're going to call again, <laughs> motherfucker? You're going to call again? I bet you won't call again. It's just so rude. How do you take that job? There's a guy that called me uh, when I was, uh, we were in Chicago um, the other, uh, this past weekend. 
which is part of the black cloud story for today. Uh, and uh, telemarketer and I picked it up because now they're they're using local numbers and I'm a sucker for not knowing who it is. It's very exciting. It's like Christmas. You're like, ooh, maybe this is the call. Maybe this is the opportunity of a lifetime. This is the this is the call that I've been looking for my entire career. The job, the dream job. So you pick it up, and every time it's one of these motherfuckers. And uh, so you know, Indian dude probably calling from New Delhi. And uh, he's like, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm going, I'm dying. I'm dying of AIDS. (laughs) He's like, I'm sorry, you're dying of what? I said, AIDS. I've got AIDS. I got AIDS. I got AIDS. I got AIDS. And I just kept repeating it. And he goes, well, you've got AIDS. I said, I've got AIDS. He goes, but do you have a car? <laughs> Can't get to your appointments without your car. I go, I don't use my car anymore because I've got AIDS. <laughs> and he started laughing and he goes, oh, fuck you. Because <laughs> they cuss at you now. Oh, do they? Yeah, if you piss them off. Because you've wasted like two minutes. I, I picture this like slave ship where they're all on the side of the boat with old school rotary phones. <laughs> calling the United States to talk to people like me. And there's one big Indiana Jones temple of the doom bitch, you know, with a whip. And he just, when they're not on the phone, he's like, whoopsh, whoopsh. and they have a quota every time. Like every day they have a quota. And if they don't reach that quota, they get whipped even harder. Whoopsh, whoopsh. You know, and I'm fucking with this dude, which is taken away from his quota. So he knows he's going to get whipped by the big Indiana Jones guy. That's how I envision it in my head. But I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I can see that too. Well, and you, when you pick it up, you can always hear the other guys doing the same thing in the background. It's like, dude, we know what you're doing. We can hear your whole scam going on in the background. <laughs> you can even hear him at the vending machine. Yeah. Oh, Funyuns. They finally got Funyuns in here. <laughs> uh, my name is Jason Bailey right there. That is Nate. Mexico Nate is what we're going to start calling him as he is about three weeks, right? Yeah, 33 days. Okay, who's counting? Yeah, at least at the time of recording this podcast, <laughs> yeah. uh, that he's heading off to Mexico, and but he's still going to be on this podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Now, question for you is the idea. I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before. Did you start the um, Patron? What's it called? Uh, Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon's yeah. a tequila. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I set up the account, so I still oh. gotta, I still got to go through it. I, I'm not real familiar with it, so I got to go through and figure out all the settings and everything. But so for the millions and of people that download this podcast and enjoy this podcast we're not going to charge you for it because i don't think you'd pay for it but we are going to ask you for donations so nate can drink beer on a naked beach in mexico and beer's cheap it's like two bucks for a six pack so it doesn't take much (laughs) so keep that in mind (laughs) when you want to (laughs) donate That's funny. This is episode 29. Mm-hmm. We are approaching a 20,000 download for the podcast in general, which in the whole scheme of things, not that big of a deal if you compare it to the big guys out there. But uh, for us, it's uh, it's a milestone. It's nice. It's neat. That means that 20, uh, soon to be, probably after this episode, 20,000 people have listened to this shit. Are you crazy? <laughs> and 20,000 people now will know what DSEs are. Yep. Which are dick sucking emails. Oh, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll get to my story. Uh, I'm done trying to make this damn thing with 20 minutes, but here's the thing. So Nate, um, <laughs> Nate got a, a goodbye email at work. And, you know, a lot of times when you get these, 
The problem where we work is people reply all on the dumbest shit. There's a cupcake in the kitchen. You get like 50 people that reply all with stupid jokes. Mm. I found a quarter on the ground. 50 people reply back with stupid jokes. And it just blows up your inbox. I'm like, what are you trying to accomplish? It is the worst ass-kissing technique because everybody knows what you're doing. Yeah. Some people actually think, well, that's networking. It's stupid ass-kissing. Yeah. So, you know, I just I just delete. I don't even read them. I just delete them. Nate gets one that says, you know, see you later. You did a great job. We wish you well in your future endeavors. Haul ass, sayonara, blah, blah, blah. I don't think anybody replied. One guy did. Well, that's one more that would reply when my email goes out, which I'm sure will be sooner <laughs> than later. Yeah. Yeah, they used to. Does yeah. that hurt? No, no. I mean... I guess crush I mean, your I, crush I, your soul. I'm not like upset about it. I was just a little surprised. I'm like, oh, okay, been here six years. Don't really have any beef with anybody. Just thought, uh, you know, somebody would be like, oh, congratulations, good luck or something. But no, but, but we we land a new beef jerky client or something, and there's 90 emails about it. <laughs> Where to go? Keep it up with those phone calls. Way to go. <laughs> Where there's like a new morning show that comes in. Twizzle tits and dick nuts are starting across the street and we're just we're rebranded and wow, Twizzle Tits is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Twizzle tits. <laughs> it's uh it's a zany world. Mm -hmm. Zany, zany world. So we're still counting on this podcast to really pop. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be our moneymaker. <laughs> this is what's going to change our lives. This is going to be it. So uh, both Nate and I were in Chicago last week, and every year in the radio world, the radio side of things, even the podcast side of things, a lot of people talk to me about this podcast, uh, to be honest with you. They did the same thing two years ago. It was weird. And I've been doing this. It's called Morning Show Boot Camp. And I've been doing this since the mid-'90s. Like, I went to the second one ever. And it's great. You know, I go to network. I go to, you know, you don't learn as much anymore. Not to say that I've learned everything. It's just the way that this this convention has gone over the years. It's become more um, more businessy, more techy, more sciencey versus more arty, which I'm not a fan of. But I understand that it's good to learn those things, but they need to. Anyway, that's yeah. just my little my little gripe. Because back in the day, you just get a bunch of radio people in this big room drinking beer, throwing out the shit that they did. Everybody's talking about themselves, which is fine because there's a lot of great ideas. Yeah. There's a lot of shitty ideas. But even the shitty ideas, you can make a great idea. I'll give you an example. Some years ago, um, this was when I don't I don't know if you were on the show or not. This was when we were at Real Radio in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And my co-host at the time, Otto, uh, who became a total fucking asshole, but we went, I took them to boot camp. And he's always been one of those guys like, hey, I don't need to go, you know, those kind of things. That sounds familiar. And, and so he goes to boot camp. And I remember, I think it was in Denver, actually. And I remember we're sitting in a room and, and we're, it was like the battle of the bits or something. And this dude in the back of the room stands up and he goes... Hello, I do a radio in Denmark, and one time we did this bit where we we called the store and we asked them if they had any more Coca Cola left. It was a great bit. Oh jeez, I, I thought it was the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, the bit sucked, yeah, but this dude was so excited. And he goes, and then another time what we did was we called the same star and we asked them if they had any chewing gum. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like this guy was so happy. And you know, if it works, I mean, that's like the worst radio bit ever. Yeah. But he was so, I mean, like you got to have balls to get up in a room of, you know, 200 plus radio people that think they're the best at what they do and with the most creative minds and throw that shit out there. Yeah. So all as I heard was a character because Otto did do voices and he actually did those pretty well. So we created this character character called Denny Mark. And and we just did these pre-produced things, you know, it's like, hello, I'm Denny Mock and I'm so fashionable. And he was like, the, we did a homeless fashion show with some old clothes I was giving away. Hello, I'm Denny Mock and I'm here with Trina. She's been living on the streets for six years and she's currently wearing a 1998 Affliction shirt. You know, it was really fucking funny. Oh, so, okay. you know, you take the good, you take the bad and, and, and whatnot. But that's kind of what it is. It's for two days. This was in Chicago. I took, I took my wife, Nate took his wife. Uh, they dipped out in the middle of it to go to the Iowa State Fair, which I'm assuming was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. But when you're there, you know, you there's a lot of executives, a lot of power players that can, you know, make or break careers, give you a career, give you a job. And you're always, you know, in the radio business, uh, in any business, but I can just speak from, from, from my industry, you should always have a plan B, C, and D. Because radio companies do not care about you. Um you know, so it's about what you can do for them. And rightfully so, because that's business. But you need to make sure that you know enough people and enough people like what you do that when you are out of work or possibly going to be out of work, they're going to hire you. So it's no secret. That's why a lot of people go to these things, me included. And so, um, you know, you, you, I know most of these power players. I mean, I'm not bragging. I just, because I've been doing it for so long. And then there were some that I had heard of, um, but I never had any a chance to sit down with. And there was, um, there was one session one day. It was like the first day where they had these power players, play, players up there. And there was one man in particular, uh, I'm not going to say his name, but th- this one man in particular he was at the the top of one of these large uh, radio companies, like VP of talent relations or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think he's trying to get out. You want to let Milton out? Yeah. All right. You can just listen. This is like we're, we're like live radio. I mean, I guess in a podcast we could have stopped it and then just picked up to make it sound more professional. But anyway, so I'm listening on this session. Let's let my dog out of uh, the Golden Scissors Studio. So uh, I'm listening to him talk, and I never heard this man speak before, especially about radio. And I'm like, wow, this guy is inspirational. This guy talks like me, sounds like me, not like, like literally, but metaphorically, how I think about the industry and the business and what needs to be done. Because I'm a passionate radio nerd, which also, which often gets confused with high maintenance or hard to get along with, you know, it's just, that's just how I am. And this guy, I'm like going, God, man, maybe someday this guy gets it, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, we have a mutual friend of ours, mine and this man. So after the session was done, I asked my, my friend who is a power player in the business, uh, to introduce me, you know? And so he does, and we sit there and we chat and we find out that we have some things in common, uh, markets and people and friends and blah, 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 blah. 
I'm like, cool. And I, and I told him, I'm like, you know, look, I know a lot of people come up to you, you know, trying to get a job. They're trying to, you know, glad hand you and all, you know, ask Kishi. I was like, I'm not looking for a job. Not right now. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, really appreciate it. Yeah. Good shit. Maybe we grab a beer later. Think you're a real fucking cool dude. Uh, we think a lot alike, you know, cool. Best of luck. Yeah. You know, that's all I really said to the guy. So fast forward like an hour and I go up to the, the bar at the, the hotel we were staying at and I run into another radio friend of mine and she has now moved across the, the country to do radio and I buy her a drink. And uh, as my wife, I think she was with your wife. This was still on Thursdays, mm-hmm. I think. And so they, our wives were out. I don't know where you were at. Probably hanging out with Ryan Hoppy. <laughs> and, and so, you know, we're talking about radio and, you know, I don't know what I said. I hope I didn't say anything that made me look like an asshole. But so blah, blah, blah. And we're drinking and it's, you know, it's one drink and then two drinks and then three drinks. And it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. And I never do that. I'm a lightweight. I never day drink. And so it just was the time felt good. And then she had to bolt. She was like, I got to get going. I'm going to go do something. I was like, all right, cool. So I stayed at the bar. I look over to my left, and this guy is sitting next to me. Oh, okay. Um, there is a black cloud moment. Wait for it. <laughs> I promise you, wait for it. And so uh, we ended up talking for like another hour. I buy him a drink. We talk, you know, we talked about all the good stuff in radio. I'm like, this man, I, I made a great connection. One, for my career. And two... Just a great radio conversation. Just yeah. a great life radio conversation. Because this guy knows more than I do. He's been doing it a lot longer than I have. I wake up the next morning. I find out he's been fired. No. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I felt horrible. Why do you think I felt horrible, Nate? Did he know that he was going to be fired? That I don't know. Oh, okay. I Ask that question to somebody that's been in a similar position as him, and they said that they think that he did know. That but, he did. And then I was like, well, why were they there? And they said, because they're probably going into a different part of the industry where they wanted to make sure people knew who they were. You know, no mm-hmm. different than me yeah. or somebody younger than me. And you might have had a contract to speak there or something. So... My first thought, I had this, well, this black cloud has <laughs> been around for a minute, but back in the day, back in Orlando, when I first got into radio in the mid nineties, when I started doing what we call gigs, you know, where you see the radio person out there with the microphone annoying the fucking shit out of you. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> and I started doing club gigs. You know, my mentor, Johnny Magic taught me how to do it. Put your hands up in the air and wave them like you just don't care. Let me hear you scream. All right. So that was back in the day, day. Shiny shirts and and, baggy jeans and all that shit. And I was that guy, you know, you know, it was MC Bailey. And so uh, there was this run that I had where I did like three or four club gigs and because Johnny taught me how to do them, he normally would do them. And then he like kind of gave them to me. He was passing the torch. And the day after I did these gigs, they all shut down. And it, I mean, it was, it was like scary. Like, you know, come out and meet Buckethead at Club Extreme or, you know, like, uh, you know, whatever, you know, Castle Rock or Extreme Castle Club or whatever the places were called, Palladium, you know, those types yeah. of things. And the next day, 
Yeah, Club, you know, Castle Rock is closed down. Oh, <laughs> it's no. like, oh, like shit. That. Good luck, Chuck. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I was the last person to do these gigs. So going back to the bar and this guy, I'm going, oh, my God, my black cloud got this poor bastard fired. <laughs> Not to mention the other situation that we have in the radio show. Yeah. So it's like two people around me. Ooh. I'm going, whoa, <laughs> whoa, I've got a black cloud of getting people fired. <laughs> Including myself. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Probably going to be me. Self-inflicted black cloud. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I can see it. I, I, I you just, look like you're at a loss for words. I wasn't around during those club gigs, but I can see it. Because those, uh, those bars in Orlando would just shut down out of nowhere for no reason. And oh, yeah. And apparently you were the reason. Yeah. I was, <laughs> like, uh, I think headlights. I don't know. It's probably... Uh, before your time, it was taillights when I got there. <laughs> <laughs> but they had me. They, they had just transitioned from the frat house. It was called the frat house back in the day, day. And uh, this was um, what's the road outside of UCF, right in the front? Uh, Summerun. No. Oh no no. Uh, uh, was it Alafaya Trail? Uh, Four thirty four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the one that w- like went parallel. To the school. Yeah. Okay. And then you go, and then and you've got 50, Colonial, mm-hmm. right? So it's right there. It was right there on the corner. So you go all the way down. There's that public shopping center. It was right there. And it was called the Frat House for, you know, back in the day, like the late 80s, early 90s. And then some asshole came in and bought it and called it Headlights. And they had me out there. And he thought that because, you know, I was some big deal, which I wasn't. I mean, at all. You know, I was just like... <laughs> I was a producer for high profile morning show, but I wasn't the morning show. Yeah. Um, I somehow finagled my way to get in there. Uh, that was just one of them. That was like the third one, I think. And I remember going out there and like six people. Showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy was so mad. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, but it was like, he started promoting it three days prior and the gig was like from six to eight. <laughs> he wanted, it was on a Thursday or something. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do, dude? You know? And so I'm talking, that's how I learned how to talk to six people. Like I'm talking to 6,000 people. Because, you know, they showed up. You've got to entertain those people, yeah. like it or not. And, you know, the next day, salesperson come, you know, headlights shut down. Well, I was, like, literally just there. I'm on two hours sleep. Yeah, no, they shut down this morning. <laughs> Jeez. It's like, was it that bad? <laughs> well, the name is pretty bad. Too. What does that even mean? <laughs> it was a, a red. I remember they put my name on the billboard. I thought that was cool. Or the, you know, the little... Putt putt golf, you know the putt putt golf is a little signage. You can change the letters. Yeah, yeah. Some of that. They had one of those. Oh yeah. And it was like, and it was Buckethead, but I think like the H was hanging. <laughs> it sounds about right. <laughs> like Buckethead Live XL one hundred six point seven. Woo! <laughs> Coming into headlights, it was like a red sign with yellow fonts and everything inside was black. And I think they did karaoke um, on one side, and then the other side, like pool tables. Yeah. There's a dance floor. It's kind of like Urban Cowboy, that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but without the urban or the cowboy. <laughs> Just like it. Just like it, except for those two things. So I felt bad. I'm going, my black cloud. You know, of course, now that we've been doing this fucking podcast so much, like my mind is podcast mind. Usually it's radio mind, but I can tell the story like this better on the podcast than I can on the radio. Yeah. And that's why I, I get it now. Like why so many people listen to podcasts. It, 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 my first thought was, oh my God, 
this is the next episode right here. Yeah. I'm going to fucking tell the story of the Black Cloud, how I fucking get people fired. Whoever talks to me is getting fired. <laughs> There's a couple people I could have you talk to. <laughs> I'd really enjoy it. <laughs> it's like I'm some weird superhero. You know, like, like, like you know that fucking Skittles guy in the, the, the newest Suicide Squad. Like, I, I've, I've gotten like a quarter through the movie. I still don't know what he does. But it's like the weird uh, mystery men uh, with Ben Affleck and Pee Wee Herman. Or not Ben Affleck, uh, Ben Stiller and Pee Wee Herman. And they all these weird superpowers. Like maybe I've got alien blood and have this weird fucking bl- my, my I'm Black Cloud Man. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you know, and I've got all these different things on my utility belt. Oh, what do you need Black Cloud Man for? Get that person fired? Poof. <laughs> Just talk to him. Come here. Let me speak to you for 45 <laughs> minutes over a drink. Or let me get on a microphone and say to the people over here, to the people over there. <laughs> Like Chris Hansen. Come see you right here. Do you like some iced tea? Da 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 da! Black Cloud Man! If you need somebody fired, call 1 800. Suck this! <laughs> Black Cloud. So that's my story for this week. Um, I haven't talked to anybody since. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I've kept to myself. I haven't answered my phone. Actually, you know what? Going back to the beginning of this podcast, I should start picking up these telemarketer calls. (laughs) Don't you realize who I am? I'm Black Cloud Man, you fucking Indian in New Delhi that's a telemarketer. You're fired. (laughs) You're giving the Trump, you're fired. (laughs) All right, so that's that. You got anything to add to this uh, episode? No, not really. We're going to have a new sponsor next week, which is really, really cool. Very nice. Yeah, so we've got Dr. David Markwell, who's awesome, Ridgeline Counseling, Top Hat Tint, uh, both Atlanta-based, because we're in Atlanta. That makes sense. Uh, But uh, they're great people, great companies. We appreciate everything they do. And uh, But with uh, Dr. David Markwell, if you're fucked up, he can reach out anywhere, because they do uh, Zoom calls and shit. Yeah. It's at RidgelineCounseling.com. So, like, you got something on your mind? You got some shit like I got shit going on? You reach out to Dr. David Markwell. He's like he's like a chiropractor for your brain. Yeah. <laughs> he cracks your skull, makes you better. Uh, and then the Top Hat Tent guys, man, dude, it's a father-son duo. They, they, they did a bang-up job at my house. But, yeah, so this uh, nice young lady, I don't want to say too much about her right now, but uh, until, you know, it's a done deal. But uh, I talked to her the other day, and she's so cool. And, like, she reached out to me. She was like, I love your podcast, and I, I want to know how to advertise, and this is what I do, and it's in the food industry, and I'm like, yeah. I go, it's, you know, it's a podcast. It's, you know, not Rogan, so pretty fucking cheap. I was like, I appreciate it. I actually think the commercials kind of sound good, and uh, it makes it sound bigger, you know, like we're yeah. a big deal. We got commercials. We got people actually wanting to pay to listen to the Bailey's Black Cloud podcast. So I gave her the rundown, and she's like, no, I absolutely love it, the stories, and, you know, you and Nate. She's like, but I want to get in before it's sold out. I'm like, yeah, that's right. We're going to sell out. Yeah, we're not going to sell we'll hang out. A, we'll <laughs> hang on to a spot for you. But anybody that does want to, you know, advertise with the, the podcast, it's it's very inexpensive. It's to fund Nate's life Yep. in the in the future. Um, oh, I do have something, actually. Next Friday, I'm gonna, I did a new beer with Pontoon, so we're going to do uh, the release party. So Friday... August 27th um, at Pontoon. We're going to release it. It's going to be kind of like a going away party also. Did you put on your own going away party? Uh, I am. I'm about to. So I don't have a Nobody's time. putting on a going away party for you. No. I would have done it. 
You probably would have had to ask me though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, so uh, so yeah, new beer. Um, come out and see me before uh, before I move to Mexico. Does the beer have a name or can you say? Yeah, it's uh, Adios Beaches. That's very clever. Yeah. Is there a cool artwork for the cans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has uh, me and my wife on it on a beach, and then uh, our two dogs, and then, you know, my, my dog Pharaoh passed away, so I had him put a little halo over his. Very cool. Yeah. So, very, very cool. Yeah. Okay. Is it yeah. free? Yeah, it's free to come. Um, I mean, and, the beer. Oh, the beer? No. Yeah, yeah you got to gotta buy it to try it. Okay. When is this? Next Friday, uh, August 27th. What time? Uh, we don't know yet. I'm meeting with them this week, and then I'll be posting on our social media. Let me... Uh, when did you start speaking French? You're not posting all my shit about this bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Ooh, what time? I don't know yet. Can it be after six? Yeah, it'll. I mean, it'll probably be. I have a. Oh. Fa- I have a, a fantasy football draft. Oh yeah, three thirty. Yeah, it'll probably it'll be in the evenings because you know okay. it's Fridays. People are going to work, but I'm going to do one of my uh, beer chugs and harmony chugs there. So if you want to be in the video, come on out. You know, Nikki D can't go. Yeah, she's going to be... Punta Cana. Oh, uh, Punta Cana, yeah. yeah. That's what I just said. Mm-hmm. I did not. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, very cool. Look at that. Well, now we got gigs. Yeah. Look at that. Don't have me host it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, they, they shut down the following week. So, obviously, that's in Atlanta. It's actually in Sandy Raz uh, Sandy Springs. Springs. Yeah, Sandy Springs, uh, Pontoon Brewing. So, for the locals, cool. If you fly in, because you love this podcast so much... You're the man. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Just come up to one of us because I want to meet you. I want to take a picture with you. I want to do videos with you. I want to touch your breasts. Yeah. Because that's way cool. <laughs> well, I'll have more details next week. So, uh, Yeah. Yeah. You could talk about it next week as well. Yeah. Right, very cool. Look, we appreciate you listening. JasonBailey.com. Tell a friend. Download. Write some nice reviews for those that have done that. Thank you for the one dick fuck that uh, hates us. I wish you nothing but the worst cancer possible. No, I'm just kidding. You just did that to be an asshole, I'm sure. Um, so like, share, comment. Uh, the, the little videos that uh, I post usually on Tuesdays, if you guys can like share those, that would be pretty cool. Like I kind of work hard on those. Yeah. So if everybody can kind of have that get around so we can get some more downloads and stuff, that'd be way cool. So thank you for listening to episode 29 of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. What we learned today is if you run into me in the near future, talk to me for a very short period of time, and there is a chance that you will get fired. That's what we learned. Bye. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Podcast.